The Water Cooler is a live storytelling event performed monthly at Bats Theatre in Wellington. This month's theme was super awkward. A small reminder that the stories were recorded live, so the language and themes may not be for everyone. Our storyteller Hadley Donaldson is a designer, illustrator and animator. He's recently rebased in Wellington after a couple of years in Auckland. Hadley heads the show Sketch Comedy where he live draws comedian sets. This is Hadley's super awkward story. Can I please get you all to put your hands together for Hadley Donaldson. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Super awkward is a tough topic, Uh, not for lack of material, uh, more for trying to decide what to talk about. Um, How I was a big crier as a child, and a teen, and uh, somewhat less endearingly a 20-something. How about my greatest falls, including such hits as falling off a horse onto an electric fence, (laughs) breaking my ankle and dislocating my shoulder the first and last time I ever went skiing, or kindergarten faceplant, a.k.a. my first memory. Um, How about the time I inadvertently saw my parents having sex? Nah, um, I'm going to tell you about the time attending a Katy Perry concert briefly ruined my life. Uh, Tuesday, May 10th, 2011. Uh, out wandering on my lunch break, I saw a convoy of huge semi-trailers outside the TSB arena and remembered that Katy Perry was playing a show that night. Now, I'm a Katy Perry fan. Uh, and by I'm a fan, I mean my favourite song of hers isn't a single. It's, uh, well, if you insist on knowing, it's one of the boys, the lead track from said album. Does anybody else like that song? <laughs> or even know it? It's bloody awesome. Uh, But yeah, the first album that I ever wanted and had bought for me was Kylie Minogue's debut album, Kylie. So my uh, pop fandom began young. I didn't really have a choice. I was enabled. Thanks a lot, Mum. Anyway, seeing all these trucks, I was impressed and intrigued by the scale of this operation. I'd never been uh, to a huge production pop show before. The last non-festival stadium gig I'd been to was Dire Straits when I was nine. Um, Although that's fairly hazy now, I'm pretty sure they didn't have a whole heap of costume changes. Uh, So I was keen, not 130 bucks keen, uh, but I wanted to check it out and via some uh, light finagling managed to get a free ticket, which was ideal. Um, Showtime rolled around and I headed into the VIP entrance under the misguided assumption that scabbed a ticket at the last second makes me very important. (laughs) I was told I am, in fact, not special, and to get in line like the normie I am. It boded well. Um, uh, After a lengthy and anxiety-spiking queue, I got into the venue, and it was was packed. Uh, I was immediately struck by two things. First was I was wildly out of place. Uh, I was a little too male. I was a little too looking like this. Um, This is almost exactly what I was wearing on that night. Um, I felt like it was an important detail for radio. Um, uh, And I I was a little too in my 30s. But I figured it'd be okay. Uh, Ever since my mid-20s, I haven't really looked my age necessarily. Uh, And any time anyone asks me, how old are you, I almost always uh, immediately reply with, how old do you think I am? Um, It's a force of habit at this point, and it comes out of my mouth before I've even thought about it. I am not proud of it. 
Um, it's not to, so bad to the point where, you know, I'm like filling out an application form and I'm all like, oh, date of birth. Uh, what slash you slash reckon? <laughs> not that bad. Uh, the thick, second thing I noticed uh, was the smell. Katy Perry wanted the venues on the California Dreams Tour to smell like candy floss. Uh, an interesting thought for sure, but it smelt more like uh, the back of a child predator's windowless bad touch entrapment van. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming. I, I don't drive. Um, speaking of child endangerment, it dawned on me how wildly inappropriate her lyrics are for the average age of the kids present. Uh, for example, there's Peacock, which is about how she wants to see a dude's dick. Um, Hummingbird Heartbeat is at least in part about eating cum. Thank you, National Radio. Um, <laughs> ease up, Katie. Uh, and lest we forget the most despicable of all, I kissed a girl, just as God unintended. <laughs> uh, I didn't know anyone there, so I started awkwardly milling around on my own, waiting for the opening uh, act DJ Skeet Skeet to finish playing FM radio-approved party bangers. Uh, yeah, if you're, if you're not familiar, skeet skeet is slang for uh, ejaculation, which is both delightful and age-appropriate. Uh, during his set alone, I thought, you know what would be awesome? If I could get up the front at a Katy Perry concert. Oh, Hadley, you foolish fool. Right. Soon enough, DJ Skeet Skeet wrapped up, and I immediately kicked this brilliant plan into action. Uh, from maybe 40 rows back, I dove in, trundling my way through the crowd towards the stage. Excuse me, sorry, excuse me, sorry, like a uh, polite, lumpy bulldozer. <laughs> and the bulldozing was going well. Excuse me, sorrying through 10, maybe 15 rows at a reasonable rate. Uh, no one seemed to mind or really notice. Progress, until, excuse me, ex excuse me, sorry, no! Uh, uh, excuse me? No! Uh, I'm trying to get up the front. No! What the hell? This wasn't the plan. I'd hit a wall. A wall made up of a young couple, about 13, likely brother and sister, arms locked in front of me. And I was starting to think, what is happening? I just want to get up the front at Katy Perry. <laughs> Which was probably what I should have been worried about. Uh, I tried reasoning with the girl. Uh, you know, like, oh, excuse me, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get up the front. Well, you should have gotten here earlier. What? We're in general admission. There's no such thing as allocated standing. Uh, I'm used to bar gigs where if I want to go up the front, I drunkenly barrel up there being all... Um, reasoning clearly wasn't going to work, so I figured I'd try a different tactic. Condescending to them. Like a dick. <laughs> well, I guess you guys haven't been to too many gigs before, but that's not how... It, and she cuts me off. You think you can tell, me, tell us what to do because you're a middle-aged man? <laughs> but I didn't hear... <laughs> yeah. But I didn't hear man. I, I couldn't hear it over the sound of my soul dying. <laughs> my vision swam and blanked out. My ears rang. <clears throat> for real, this isn't punched up for effect. Um, remember that falling off a horse onto an electric fence story I'm not telling you about right now? I have experience in this field. <laughs> it was like she'd punched me right in the feelings. Middle-aged? I'm not sure how long I was out for, seconds at best, but in that moment I realised, sure, at some drunk-ass bar show, the bulldozer is perfectly acceptable, but here, no. <laughs> no, no, no. 
I am being a complete asshole. I am the one in the wrong here. Days, tail between my legs, I apologize profusely. Why are you trying to be nice to us now? Thanks a lot, kid. <laughs> it was at this moment that I realized where I was. I was in the middle of a huge sea of people crushed shoulder to shoulder, anticipating arguably the biggest pop star in the world. A small section of said huge sea witnessed what can only be described as an owning. I had been owned by children <laughs> at a Katy Perry concert. It wasn't until well after the fact I realized that I'd had options. Uh, I could have lied and said, I'm trying to get back to my girlfriend. I could have sidestepped around them, or I could have gone, hey-ya, and karate chopped their arms apart. But none of these things occurred to me at the time. Defeated, I turned, and now sullen, uh, now a sullen yet polite lumpy bulldozer made my way back to where I'd been standing before this nightmare had begun. Excuse me. Sorry. And on the way, I passed all the people I'd shoved past the first time. Turns out they did mind. <laughs> if you've never tried physically scraping past someone who's, who has nothing but contempt for you, I can tell you it is not cool fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I made it back to my spot, and al almost immediately the show starts. Uh, and it was amazing. Huge production, great sound, dances, dreadful interstitial videos with production values akin to one of the more ambitious 48-hour films, uh, set changes, the best light show I'd ever seen in my life, uh, and, of course, the tunes. Ah, the tunes. But it didn't matter. All I could think about was my humiliation. Middle-aged? And nothing helped. Not the acoustic cover of Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> a brilliant song. <laughs> Not even the looks on the faces of the chaperones. Oh, God, do they think I'm one of them? Who, for the first time, are realizing what exactly it was their kids had been listening to. Angry, angry adults realizing that they're shitty, shitty parents. <laughs> and if that didn't do it, nothing would. I, I was broken. Uh, and then they played Katie's uplifting, you're a special person anthem. Because baby, you're a fire, you're worth, come on, show them what you're worth. That deserves to be recorded. Um, <laughs> and all I could think of was, I'm, I'm sorry, Katie, I'm not worth anything. I'm middle-aged, middle-aged and worthless. And I turned and I left the venue. <laughs> I literally just walked out. It was pretty sad. Uh, I felt supremely out of sorts for the next few days. Middle age. The thought had never even crossed my mind. Uh, my self-image was shattered. I moped hard, which was super cool and mature of me. A week or so later, someone asked my age. I busted out my line, got an acceptably low number in response, and was right as rain. Ego restored. <laughs> but still, middle aged. What should have been a magical night was ruined, largely because I'm a stupid dick with a poor grasp of big egg etiquette and an almost willful delusion about my age and perceived standing with tweens. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if there's like uh, really any message to take, take away from any of this, but like, man, fuck those kids. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
If you've got a great story to tell or would like to hear previous episodes, you can visit us at thewatercooler.co.nz. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. This episode is produced by Alice Brine, that's me, and the live show is also hosted by stand-up comedian Alice Brine, who is also me. So make sure you grab tickets to the live show at Bats to come and see the magic happen. The show would not be possible without our founder and director, Sarah Finnegan-Walsh. Special thanks to Radio New Zealand and The Wireless for their continued support. This podcast is brought to you by New Zealand on year. Join us next month for more stories from The Water Cooler.